This is Alicia, and welcome to the College Life Podcast. I am super passionate about education, personal development, growth, and bringing out the best in every college student. This podcast will help motivate you, empower you, and bring you clarity and confidence in who you are, in your purpose, and help you take action toward a life you love. Don't wait until you graduate to live your best life. Let's start now. What's up and welcome to the College Life Podcast. It's Alicia here and today we are going to be doing a solo episode about the skills that you are going to need for the future. And whether you are about to graduate now or you're graduating in the next four, five, or six years, these skills are going to be something that you can work towards so you can be more marketable and also just be better prepared for what the future of work is going to really look like. So I found this list of skills and I just think it's a really cool way to organize the different skills that we're going to need in the future. But so this is from the World Economic Forum. This is a really large entity that is international and it's a not-for-profit based out of Switzerland. It's It claims to be independent, impartial, and not tied to any special interest. They really believe that progress happens by bringing people together from all walks of life who have the drive and the influence to make positive change. It's a really cool organization, and what they did is they did a report that's called the the Future of Jobs Report, and this is where those skills kind of came into play. And just an overarching kind of statistic that they first share is that 50% of people um, who are currently working are going to need reskilling by 2025. So just a couple things here. So that's half of of all employees, which is wild. Number one, number two, they're talking about reskilling. So these are folks that may be in a skilled job right now. They're very skilled at what they do, but because of the world is moving so fast with technology and artificial intelligence, et cetera, people are really going to have to learn new skills so that's reskilling in the next five years, which is just wild. And really the next three years, um, because this is for 2025. So now let's go ahead and dive into the top 10 skills that you're going to need by 2025. And again, even if you're graduating, these are still really relevant for you to be really intentional about your professional and your personal development over the next couple of years. Or again, if you're graduating in four or six years, these are great skills to start working on while you're in college so you can really feel confident as you go into the job market once you graduate. This is uh, from a world perspective, not just a US-based. So I think that's really important to note. These are things that we're going to need across the globe. Um, And they're broken up into four different areas. So you'll see there's four different types of skills. And I'll put this link in the show notes if you are a visual learner. But there's four different types of skills that we're going to be kind of bucketing these t- 10 skills in. So the first one is problem solving and problem solving includes analytical thinking and innovation, complex problem solving, critical thinking and analysis, creativity, originality, and initiative, reasoning, problem solving, and ideation. So those are all skills that are under problem solving. And when we're talking about problem solving, we're not just saying um, something that's really basic, like, okay, this book needs to be printed 500 times and we have an issue in our printer, right? That is a, that is for sure a problem that you might have, but 
we're talking about really complex problems. We're talking about world hunger or, you know, homelessness, or we're talking about health, the future of pandemics. So these are really complex issues. And what we need are people to really critically think about everything that goes into solving those problems. And we need a lot of people on board to develop these skills so that we can be ready to tackle even more challenges as we move forward as a society. So that's problem solving. Um, I'm going to share maybe like one or two ideas of how you can develop this while you're in college. So I'll do that um, at the end after I go through all the skills. Okay. So the next one is organized around self-management. And so there's only two top 10 skills that are in this. And one is active learning and learning strategies. And the second is resilience, stress tolerance, and flexibility. So that's around self-management. So these are things that you can control for the most part. This is how you manage yourself, you manage your time, you manage your life, all of your responsibilities, how you prioritize, and then also how do you deal and respond with stress? Because regardless, we're all going to feel stress at different points in our life and even different points in our days. And so how we manage and deal with stress is really important as you think about managing yourself. The third type of skill is working with people. And there's only one top 10 skill, which I find fascinating, by the way. So there's one top 10 skill that's um, in here um, under working with people, and that's a leadership and social influence. And it's interesting because managing people is one of the hardest things to do, but it's often under underemphasized or maybe under underrated about how important that is. But if you've ever been a part of a team that hasn't had a great leader, you know what I'm talking about. It can be miserable. And the opposite of that is, right, I've also been on teams with great leaders and it changes the game and how, you know, the things that you think and how you work with your team, it's just, it changes the game. So leadership and social influence is critical to the future. Okay, and then the fourth type of skill is technology use and development. And so the two skills that are related to this one is technology use, monitoring, and control, and technology design and programming. Okay, so what I want you to think about here is I'll go over a quick summary of the top four skills. Again, these are the types of skills that are within those top 10 skills. So it's problem solving, self-management, working with people, and technology use and development. And so I'm going to try to give you some ideas of how you can develop this in college. So the first one is problem solving. And this is really going to be where you, you can do this in your classes, right? You don't have to do anything extra to do this, but you might have to pick certain classes that are going to really challenge you to think. And, you know, quite honestly, when I was in college, I didn't think this way and it was really hard. I, I really just wanted the A and I thought that that's what made me smart. I thought that's what made me a good student is getting, you know, an A or a B in a class. And really it's the critical thinking. It's the problem solving. It's trying to figure out hard things and then hopefully doing well in the class too. Right. But, but the ultimate goal is to actually learn how to think critically about a problem and then actually be able to create solutions to address that problem. So I think the just the classroom in general and as you are in your classes really being engaged and asking questions that will get you to think and challenge yourself because some classes are going to do this automatically and then some classes are maybe not and and so really trying to be intentional about what types of classes and professors that you surround yourself with um, in, in, um, in college. 
And then the other thing here with problem solving, I think um, this is kind of fun uh, to think about, but some kind of debate team. And I say that because when you are on a debate team, number one, you get to work with people. So that's for that third skill too. But but you, you also get to kind of problem solve with one another. And I think that that can be really valuable because you can build on one another and you're talking and working with people who also really care about that issue or topic that you're debating. And so you really want to critically think about all the elements and what the other team is going to try and like address. And then how are you going to respond? Right. So that can get at some really cool, um, like analytical thinking analysis and trying to be creative and how you're approaching your, you know, debate or speech um, and problem solving in that. So those are a couple ideas for that one. Um, for self-management, the big thing here, y'all, is time management. And I, I know it's really hard, but that's a really big one is just you've got to get a planner or some kind of calendar on your phone or your computer that really automates how you move about the world, at least when it comes to your academics, right? At least certain times of the day or certain, you know, days of the week, you're really, you know, focused and really trying to get things done and you're managing your time well. And then you can have days off, of course. I highly recommend that. But really trying to manage your life that makes the most sense for you and finding some tools that help you do that the best way. And then another thing with self-management is taking care of yourself. So this is mental health, your physical health, your just overall well-being, your friendships, and just managing your life. Like it's hard and how we navigate our world. And you can practice that every single day while you're in college. And I highly recommend that you do that. The next type of skill is working with people. And this can also be found, you can do this while you're in your classroom. I think that's really critical because oftentimes we have to work on teams for projects and really think about do how do you approach those projects? Do you wait for somebody to step up and lead? Or do you lead those meetings? Do you lead that group in that project? And what do you enjoy doing most, right? So what do you enjoy? And then also, how do people respond? Do people seem to work well with you, right? And this is where emotional intelligence, which is critical for working with people, but emotional intelligence is really important to practice of how are people responding to my leadership style? Do people look engaged? Is everyone talking? And if not, how can I ask that one team member to really participate and ask them their feedback? Because they could be shy. They might not feel like they belong in that space. And so really trying to make people feel comfortable and warm in that space is really important And, and when you work with people. So just paying attention when you're working on your team projects can be really helpful. And then another thing, working with people, another idea to develop or to practice this skill while you're in college is to join a club or organization and get on that leadership team because you will all be working together towards a mission or a purpose. And that really does, you, you get to meet people and see people on another level because you're all leaders who really care about this organization and what you're working towards. And it will help you build practical life skills and also just better work with people. Like you'll, you'll be able to understand how different people work and how different people interact. And again, this is only one. So the working with people specifically leadership and in social influence is the, is the one of the top 10 skills. I really think that this is a big one though. (laughs) So make sure that you understand how you work with people best. And if you're leading those people or um, at least maybe being able to influence, right? And leadership doesn't mean you have to have a position. It's just kind of an easy way to identify leadership. 
but even some people who have leadership positions aren't great leaders. And so, um, and then people who don't have leadership positions can still lead. Uh, so keep that in mind. Okay. And so we, we just talked about the three t- um, types of skills. So problem solving, self-management and working with people. And then the fourth one is technology use and development. So different ways that you can develop this in college, especially is trying to attend things like hackathons. So I used to think that hackathons are just people who are getting together to try and hack into some kind of security system. (laughs) And that's actually not true. So um, sometimes hackathons are actually just to create something really interesting. So whether that be an app, a system, like there's different things that you can do in hackathons. And so I think just participating in something like that, even if you don't have any exposure to technology can be really important. And then other things too, is taking a program class, if that's possible, taking some type of graphic design, some kind of visual thing that you can play with on the, on the computer and really learn some, uh, some hard skills when it comes to technology. Looking at data and understanding data. Uh, so thinking about whether your major is sociology, economics, what, whatever it is, if you're interested, again, this isn't an interest. I think that you should try to learn some of these skills, not in a super in-depth way. I'm not asking everyone to be a computer science major. We don't need everybody to do that. But when you, we do need you to have some basic skills when it comes to technology. And, you know, to be quite honest, I think that's something that I lack is that area. And that's something that I'm trying to look for opportunities to reskill myself because I feel pretty strong in some of these other areas, like pretty much every area, but the technology use, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable in certain platforms, but you know, I, like, I don't really know how to code, right? I don't know. I don't really understand some of that stuff. Um, I did le- teach myself how to build a website, which was cool, but, uh, but I think like, you know, we have to be open and willing to learn new technologies as they are developed and also potentially design and program them ourselves. And one big field that's coming up is called user experience. And that's somebody who really tries to understand how the user, aka you, are navigating some of these platforms to make it easy for you to navigate that platform and other platforms better. So if there's ever been like something that you've used and it's been clunky, that there's actually a team now of people who maybe would interview people like you and say, okay, show me how you get from here to here. And they're going to try to make it simpler and better and easier to look at. And again, just easier and more efficient. So there's some really cool jobs. Again, that doesn't necessarily have to mean that you have to just code and that's it. There's so many other things around technology that you can learn, but really lean into that, especially if you are kind of in the liberal arts and you're less like kind of math science based. I highly recommend that you get just, you dabble in technology in some way. It will benefit you and it's something that you're going to need in the future regardless. Okay. I thought this was going to be a short episode, but now it's turning, turning into a little bit more of a long one. But anyway, I, I wanted to share this, these top 10 skills um, for 2025 by the World Economic Forum today because I just think it's really important for us to think about the future and what the future means for all of us and how are we going to pre- better prepare ourselves, one another. And, um, and I, I just think that this gives us a kind of a baseline to get started on how, how to think differently in order to solve complex problems in the future. 
So if you're curious, I will send you the link in the show notes. So you'll be able to check that out there. And I'm happy to talk more about some of these. So if you do have questions, um, I honestly, if you send me a question, I will do an entire episode about it uh, because I want to do things that are relevant to you. That's, that's interesting to you. So please let me know. You can message me on Instagram at the college life coach, or you can email me at the college life coach at gmail.com. But I hope that this episode was helpful for you and that you enjoyed it because I think it's really important. We, we have to be ready for what's next. And I'm really interested in the future and what's next. So I think that this is super relevant for where we're headed as a society. I also want to make a quick announcement. I am going to a podcast conference in, um, at the end of May. And so if you are in Orlando or able to go to the Orlando area and you're interested in going, I actually might be able to get you a free ticket. So message me on the, at the college life coach at gmail.com. Um, you can email me or send me a message on Instagram and I would love to connect with you and see if that's a possibility. So again, I think I can get you a free ticket. Um, it really depends on when you reach out. So reach out to me as soon as you can and we can see if we can make it work and it's happening at the end of May. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening to the college life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you leave a five-star review. That would be awesome. And the best thing that you can do is share this content with a friend, share this episode with a friend, send it or share it on social media, or just send it via text. That would mean the world to me. And it shows that you really are getting benefit from this podcast. Um, But yeah, thank you so much. 